Anthony. Yo. Welcome back for another week on the podcast. Another, another wacky week of lockdown. Another wacky week of lockdown. The lockdown wackiness continues. You know, spent a little bit of time in the kitchen. Might venture into the living room. A little bit of time in the kitchen. Doing what? Cooking. Just, yeah. Washing pots. Just hanging out. Cooking. Washing pots. Yeah. Cooking. Yeah. Just looking in the fridge. Seeing if anything appeared since the last time you last I looked do in that. the fridge. I do that. You go in. You have a look. You go, what's in there? And then there's nothing. Well, there is something, but it's not stuff you want. It's, you know, it's, it's shit. It's vegetables. It's a block of cheese. And you go, mm. then you go and you come back. Like some mini rolls have just appeared out of nowhere or some shit. Do you keep mini rolls in the fridge? Um, where do I? Keep? I don't keep mini rolls in the fridge. No, I do like I do like chocolate in the fridge. You know, like highlights on Mars bars and yeah. I used to freeze it. I used to freeze um, Easter eggs. Yeah, pop an Easter egg in the freezer. Something about it changes. It's... Come back to it and it's boy howdy, real nice boy howdy. Eggs would I mean, eggs. Um, I keep them out the fridge, but what the? I think the the you know. It, out the fridge because when you buy them from Tesco, they're out of the fridge. Sauces, so, condiments, condiments. Apparently, you meant to keep ketchup in the fridge, but I don't. I don't like no. the idea of cold ketchup. No, hot um, chips and cold. You know, it's not. Yeah, I've, I mean, they say you can get salmonella from ketchup outside of the fridge. But it's but I've been eating ketchup Never. for. I'm not saying this as if it's a bit of a brag. I've been eating ketchup for about 32 years, haven't I? And I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never once had it refrigerated, and uh, I've never once got salmonella. No, so. I mean, would that not be more of a mayonnaise thing? Would it be eggs? Mayonnaise. But again, like, it's not, I mean, stuff you're supposed to refrigerate once opened. You know, you actually get the satisfying. Yeah. You know, you know the, the, the little, the satisfyingly that you can press in. No, oh, I. And uh, do you remember when bottles of Oasis were made of glass and a bottle of Oasis had the lid that it presses in? And you know, if it pushes in, it's uh, been opened. No. Oasis used to be glass and had one of those lids. Because I remember you used to sit there and just go. No, the shit out of everyone. It. Yeah, just doing everyone's head in. Oh, trying to watch this program here, Sean. Can you uh, fuck off that oasis? I was once in the car. Um, mum was. You know what mums are like? They talk. You see a friend, they talk. I remember spending hours of my childhood just sat in the car, waiting for, like years of my life wasted, just waiting for mum to finish talking. And um, I was that hungry. I went into a shopping bag and had a big finger scoop of mayonnaise <laughs> <laughs> to curb my hunger for the... Uh, Absolutely bottom feeding. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those fish that suck the side of the tongue. Like... <laughs> yeah, that was me. Ooh, that reminds me. I really need to buy the fish fish food because it's probably been the best part of a couple of days now and that will be hungry as shit. Mate, I didn't feed that fish for... When we went on holiday, I still lived at home. Um, I... Yeah, you're supposed to not clean the tank for a while and then just live off the shit because two weeks, them fish didn't get fed for. Makes me feel... Well, well, that's bad if I'm being honest. Yeah, they're, they're not like humans. They don't eat three meals a day, do they? No. They've not developed a complicated um, diet. Mm. I was getting his flakes. We have a weird diet, don't we, humans? You think about it, don't, you don't, don't we have like a weird diet? Like, we're the only animal on the planet other than, say, dogs. dogs. who get scraps. Dogs <laughs> that scavenge, like, like feral dogs. That just like, we just eat all sorts. Like, there's nothing. Oh, apart from licorice. Ooh. all sorts <laughs> no like if you're a, if you're a bear and all you eat is salmon that's all your body is your body's fine-tuned to live off salmon mm. salmon <laughs> salmon you know some people call it salmon some people pronounce salmon salmon like it sounds like a 1920s name 
Oh, Salmon. Salmon Johnson the third. <laughs> Salmon! Salmon, come in here! Come yeah. in here, Salmon, and explain yourself. Then imagine looping that with the name Double Barrel Lamp with a name Looping, Ella. that's a Harry Potter character. Uh, so you called him. So you called him Salmon. Middle name Ella. 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 So it's called Ella. Salmonella. Going back to the early point. Salmon. Ella. Ella. E. E. How many Harry Potter spells do you know? Absolute shit off. And being honest, you don't know a single Harry Potter spell. No. You don't. You don't know a single Harry Potter spell. Alakazam and all that. That's not a Harry Potter spell. That's a generic. If I was to say to you, Wingardium Leviosa, does that mean anything to you? Invisibility. No, it makes makes things float. Uh, what if I said disappear? Oculus Repairo. Um, I mean, something to do with repairing yourself, getting yourself better. Listen to what I'm saying. Oculus Repairo. Oc a Oculus Repairo. I have no idea. Glasses, fix your glasses. Oculus, does the word Oculus not? Opticians, opticians. It's a glasses sounding. You know when you hear like a, a word in a different language? So and you can kind of go, oh, I, I think I know what that is. Yeah, if someone says like familiar, you yeah. kind of go, that's probably family. I can't think of any others at the moment. <laughs> if you see blue French and it's just the E and the U change round, blue. Yeah. Well, um, you might think it's more of a blue, blue. If you're in an Italian restaurant and you see uh, the wine list and it says Blanc, you go, uh, I know so that is lovely white. That is a lovely white. You might not understand it, but I know that is a. I was um, homeschooling Maya before, and she had to uh, do French. Oh, for fuck's sake, have I got for the French lesson? Bonjour. Uh, yeah, literally just got got a quick shot, seen a few calls on the paper that she'd already done, um, and then just did like pink and whatever other color yeah, to do shit. today. It's like, oh, that's done. You'll never need it. Everyone speaks English. It's fine. Yeah, that's why we're the most arrogant country in the world. <laughs> Anyone you need to speak to either speaks English or they're not worth speaking to, and that's a fact. Or they should speak English. <laughs> yeah. What, you don't speak English? I know I'm on, I know I'm on holiday in Italy, but I, th- I think you should be. A, I think you should have a fine grasp of the English language, my friend. So you're telling me I've come all the way to fucking Gambia, you don't speak a word of the Queen's? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty, it's funny, though, but that is, just, that is the English attitude, like, generally is. speaking. Like, touchdown, you're in Spain on holiday... You know, your average English person is like, right, get me to a pub. I'm going to get pissed off lager that I'm used to. And I want to wake up and have an English breakfast. It's like that guy was chatting to me in the bookies that time. And he was, hey, Scottish guy. He's like, hey, where's the hey. fucking swally? Hey, that was a funny story. That What a funny story. Yeah, so he's a Scottish guy. Frank, he was called. Not like Scottish. He was like deep he was, he was like, hey, Fucking, fucking hell, hey. I'm telling you now. Like Kevin Bridges type Scottish. Yeah, like, like proper, like, sometimes like, hey, go for a wee swally. And you go, what? I'm just nipping down for a wee swally. And you go, swally. And they go, fucking hell. Like, fucking hell, like, sorry, mate. Like, you're not, you speak English, but you're not doing a good job of it. Like, <laughs> speak actual English. And he was telling me a story. He said he was in Canada. And um, this little sort of like roadside Hotel, motel, you know, you see him in the films. Yeah. And he says um, there was a bar, like, just down the road. He got told there was a bar down the road. But obviously, Canada is fucking huge. And in England, if someone says something's down the road, um, we mean Two walking seconds. distance. Yeah. But in, you know, in a remote place in Canada, down the road might be miles and miles and miles because it's still technically down the road. It's just there's a different perception of what down the road is. So he goes, ah, fucking hell, I... Goes for a walk. They say just walking for ages. 
and uh, car pulls up. Friendly Canadian says, "I'm not going to try and do the accent." Says, "Where where you heading? Where you heading, fella? Wait, where you going?" Like nice. He goes, "I'm just heading for Ishwali." He goes, "What?" And this is his impersonation, his impersonation of a Canadian. He Swally? He goes, oh, you fucking Swally? He goes, Swally? Why, why, why? He goes, Swally? He goes, and he does the whole, you know, the drinking, the international symbol for a drink where you, you put your hand, your hand in like a, in a, like you cusp in a glass and you tip it backwards. And he goes, oh, you, you're going for a drink? He goes, yeah. He goes, jumping, I'll take you. I, I can't imagine what the rest of the conversation were like. I can imagine that guy without his dog. Because he fucking takes his dog everywhere. He does. He loves his dog, that man. He loves it. I hope he's all right. I've not seen him in a long time. But let's uh, crack on into the fray. Uh, before we do, um, make sure you subscribe. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. I won't do you anything. I do this every show. Subscribe. Helps us out. Tell a friend about us. Tell 10 friends about us. And uh, yeah. So I was on Twitter. I've got back into Twitter. Well, I'm not commenting on things. I'm just sort of reading things because Twitter's a shithole. Um, it's just toxic and it just people feel comfortable to talk to other people like shit like you would never in real life someone goes like I commented I was watching I'm a celebrity get me out here right and this guy Jordan who's a Radio 1 presenter he's from Burnley and uh, he was doing a challenge and he was fucking terrified and he kept on saying over and over go to happy place go to happy place turf more go to happy place go to turf more and he keeps saying turf more which, if you don't know, is Burnley FC's football ground. Shit all. So um, I just put, whose happy place is Turf Moor as a joke? Someone, like, obviously wanting to rise out of me. Me, what of it? Oh, you know, something like that. Me. Me. It's my happy place. Like, you wouldn't do that in real life. Like, just the way it was like you... And that's another thing, is you can't gauge the tone of voice. Yeah. Like, how was it? Like, to me, I just assumed it was a negative. And, it, like, in real life, the equivalent of that would be, it's stand up. Chair legs would squeak across where you go, me or across the room. Whoa, room goes quiet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, get over the, here. This so Sainsbury's have done like one of three Christmas adverts where it's like, it's um, it's like home home camera footage, fo- home yeah. footage of uh, a family and the Christmas. I don't know if it's real home footage or if they've recreated some fake footage, but anyway, it's like home movies, and um, each one is like a family on Christmas Day through the years. And the first one was of a, was of a family, a British family, a black family. And um, I saw someone post on Instagram saying, here's a thread of all the racist comments in reaction to Sainsbury's Christmas advert. So I went on to thought, I'll go on Twitter myself and read it, like see if they're all as, you know, see what they're all like. And I shit you not, like there's a bunch of deleted comments in there. But then it's just, just absolute filth, just people saying shit like, well, I'm never shopping at Sainsbury's again. This advert does not represent me. This is ridiculous from Sainsbury's. Like, no. Like, every other advert is, like, pretty much, like, white families. Mm-hmm. And I've never heard anyone kick off over that. So, like, what, why, what's the problem? I, I genuinely don't understand the problem. Like, who cares what race the family is on the Christmas advert? It's fucking Christmas. It's a family being happy. They're talking about uncle's famous gravy. Oh, my gravy this, my gravy that. And it's just a, a family enjoying Christmas. And if you can't watch that and feel anything other than just absolute fucking rage. There's something wrong with you. Like, you have got some fundamental issues within your personality. That means you, you can't... You, not that you can't enjoy that, but that you can't just ignore it and just move on. Flip the, like, that thought wouldn't even enter my mind. I was going to say, like, it's even a thing. Like, 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 like it's a thing to be mad about. The, what? What? 
I'm going straight to Twitter. I'm going to find the advert. Hopefully, Sainsbury's have tweeted this. I'm going to just go fucking mental about it. This is just like, why? But then you can, obviously, you can just see where the systematic and the social racism is. Because that is in general. I was genuinely ashamed reading the comments. Like, I was like, for the past few months, I've been like, is it as bad? Is it as bad as, you know, is how bad is racism? And it's like, it's not a thing you can sort of stand up as a white person and go, it's fine. It's not that bad because we're white. And if it is about as, you know, if, if it is everywhere, we probably don't know it mm-hmm. because it's not directed at us. So if it does sort of rear its head here and there, we're probably not tuned into Them little picking up the signals. Yeah, picking it up and go, oh shit, that's that's not cool. That's not nice. And then you read it and you, you're reading these comments. And I'm not talking like a couple of people. I'm talking like hundreds of people, like one after another. And if, as bad as it sounds, a lot of them have the Union Jack in the name as well. Mm-hmm. Like um, fucking Brexit types, you know, like the the yeah. the, the me- how the, what the, yeah what the media wanted. The, the thing is, like these key, like they're a British family at the same time. It's not like it's a, a, a advert about people who don't speak English from Portugal or from anywhere else in the world, Egypt. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. just I don't know. And then someone's coming like, oh, what next? An Asian family, like. What of it? Like, what if it is? Mm. Why are you so? Why why are you so like married to this white like, Aryan kind of? Yeah, like there are Christmas adverts on one after another. It's that time of year. It's Christmas. There are shit ton of Christmas adverts on, and the high majority of them have white families. And also, Sainsbury's did one years ago with fucking blue aliens on it. Do you remember that? Yes, Long necks, big blue heads. Mm. No one commented on that, saying this doesn't represent me. These space aliens. I am outraged at these space aliens, and then it's like it's because it's racially driven in your comment. Yeah, and it's and people make a big like it's, people make this big thing up, and it's like literally could just be ignored. It could be like the fact it's not even the fact that it could be ignored; it's the fact that you thought about it, and that's the the process, and then you took those actions directly after. Like you have to, like you have people who just sort of you know hyper leftists who were just offended at all the things like just fucking offended at absolutely everything getting offended on other people's behalves pulling people up on the shit then you get these hyper right-wing people who are just like super racist just fucking just using it as a, as a place to just voice like horrible toxic shit um, i think the far left are as toxic in their own sort of way then you got people in the middle who are just sort of talking about football and eastenders and shit I think that's what like, and that's that's the version of Twitter that I like. Yeah, I like to hear what um, I was about to say like to what professors are up to, and like you know, but I don't really follow that many. But I do like when a professor or when a speaker, someone who I respect, who I watch YouTube videos of speaking in lectures, you know, when they're talking about books that they're reading or lectures that they've watched or you know, sharing ideas, and you go, oh, this might be something I might be interested in, and you sort of like so I try and sort of stay up to date with things that are outside of my realm. Like mm. I'm not a, a like physicist or, you know, science, um, you know, archaeology, astrology. Um, like I, that's not on my realm. That's not what I'm looking at every single day. So if something new and groundbreaking happens, that isn't sort of at the top of the media's um, to-do list, you know, I, I, I like to know, oh, cool. Yeah, I'll check that out. See what Brian yeah. Cox is up to. You know, that sort of thing. But yeah, these people just use it to voice to fucking disgusting opinions. Speaking of which, I came across, um, it's like saying, I've literally seen somebody retweet something of a 
of a tomb that got opened that's 2,500 years old. Um, what, an Egyptian tomb? Yeah, so it's like an actual mummified mummy. Um, but then obviously people saying like... Oh, the because sar- the, sar- the tomb is... So you're talking about sar- a sarcophagus? What, the, the the coffin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they've opened the, the coffin. Um, obviously it's a mummified mummy inside it. And people saying, well, like they mummify them to help them rest and, you know, for the next life and all that kind of stuff. What is the point of opening up for things that are 2,500 years old? But then obviously some people saying, well, no, because... You know, it's our past, it's our history, it's how it was then. It could help us in, you know, certain ways going forward. Yeah. Um, do you think they could? I mean, like, what are they looking for? I mean, I get it. You can use the excuse that, you know, there's this stuff to be found out. and But then you could also say, this person was buried, this person's dead, that's that person's remains. And they should be left where they are. But at this point, those remains are just... St- Stone? Is it, have they been dead long enough to become stone? I mean, I think the thing is for me as well, like whether you believe in afterlife or not, they've been mummified and purified and they've been set up in a certain way to help them pass over into that next life. So they're gone if, from that physical body. I think like I put science before most things. So like, yeah, if we can learn some stuff from it, we can learn about our past, you know, the, the, the history of our origins. If there's stuff to be learned, then yeah, dig it up. Do some science. Get get your science on. Do your science. And it's, you know, if I mean, I right now, I'll say it. If smashing my skeleton to pieces in two thousand years time is gonna entertain you even mildly, do it. I'll be dead. I won't care. Um, yeah, I, I don't care. I mean, yeah. Once you're dead, you're dead. That's fine. But that's not everybody else's view. So although, um, I mean, I I don't even know what I'm like thinking out, but there, there was a thing once called um, Project Sunshine. And I mean, this is the complete opposite end of the scale. Yeah. Um, and this was like a, yeah, actually, it was, it's actually more of a conspiracy for for, about, for almost about 50 years until it got, so it was like the 50s, early 50s, like 54-ish. Um, and these, I think it was not long after uh, Hiroshima, you know, the, the, the yeah, bomb yeah, and the radiation yeah. stuff. Ridiculous bomb. And I can't remember what it's, Stramonian Nighty or something. Um, and it basically didn't know how the human body would react to radio radioactiveness. All right. Um, and the commissioner for the um, Atomic Commission, the AEC guy, he basically said, like, we don't know enough of how the human body reacts to the atomic bomb. Um, or you know all this radiation yeah and the best bodies to use for these kind of I mean obviously I can't remember the full quote it was a big paragraph but the best bodies to use for these findings outs are young children and, and newborns um, so he kind of put in you know it was like a passive comment saying so any body snatchers you know you'll be rewarded kind of heavily and it turns out like 1500 bodies got dug up um, there was a case where one woman stillborn had her legs taken off her. So the newborn had her legs taken off and this woman wasn't allowed to dress her for the child's own funeral because obviously they've dis- dismembered the, the baby, took her legs off. And this, this, is a con- this is a conspiracy theory? It was a conspiracy theory. It got proved right in, I want to say 94-ish, best part of 50 years after. And it- 
Um, so she wanted to put, because she'd not been christened yet, obviously, this baby. So yeah. the mum wanted, obviously, she was Catholic. So she wanted to put a christening dress, a christening robe, whatever it was, on the baby. So again, you know, similar to the mummy, when she passed into the next life, she can hopefully have a, you know, a go at going to heaven. Because some people believe that what you die with is what you go into the next life with, don't they? Yeah. And obviously, she's not been christened. So she's not been, you know, whatever the official meanings for christenings are. I'm not religious. Baptism. I don't know. Yeah. So obviously, you know, to pass over or whatever. So the closest thing she thought would be to put it in a christening robe, christening gown, yeah. and bury it in that. But she wasn't allowed to dress her own baby because obviously they wanted to hide the fact that they've took the legs off this baby. Wow. Um, and it was, I think it was actually, it might have been the Guardian who who broke the story in like, um, I'm, sure it was, I'm sure it was in the 90s. And yeah. Yeah, um, I, was just, I just fired up an article while you were talking there and... Oh yeah, 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 there it is. Um, and yeah, so this got proven right. So this is one of them kind of conspiracy theories that got proven right. Um, because this is something we were talking about doing this week. Is talking about conspiracy theories. Um, sorry, we finished. Did I interrupt you. Would you would you finish with that? No, no, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so that's an example of sort of um, sort of high up government cover ups, and you know we talk about conspiracy theories. Always this. What what they what they want you to, they what they want you to believe? There are these people, and it's just like who are these people? Yeah, yeah. Who, like th- there is no government thing that's you know there are, there are different legs to the government. There are different parts of the government. There's different countries with different governments. You know, you got say let's talk about America. Well, let's say all the best conspiracy theories live. Um, you know, you got you got the CIA, you got the FBI. Um, you know, <laughs> you know there there are different like you, you could talk about like uh tax it's hmrc in england i can't yeah. remember what it's called in america um but you, know, you got different levels and you got different individuals and sometimes a cover-up might be done by four or five people that work in one like of the government one like sector the cia for instance fucking absolutely like you can't move in that gaffer cover-ups and just dodgy shit going on but that doesn't mean that they're all the same you know there are a lot of cia agents that are actually just like just good um that just, you know it's good people just doing the job but um all the best um, all the best stories usually circle around the CIA doing shit like uh, Barry Seal. Do you know the story of Barry Seal? I don't know if this is a conspiracy theory, but this is like a great, like just a great point of um, cover up. Yeah. So American Made, I think it's called Tom Cruise film about this, uh, yes. this pilot called Barry Seal. And he's basically shipping cocaine backwards and forwards. He was a smuggler. So the CIA basically said, right, I want you to go to this airstrip. And we're going to pick up some cocaine. We want to see who shows up. We'll see who all the top dogs are. We're going to have cameras all over your plane. And he's going to be taking pictures of people. So Barry Seal is like doing these runs. Uh, he gets a trust. He's making a shitload of cash. Like he's a fucking multimillionaire. Just fucking women, just cocaine, you name it. Fucking Barry Seal, mate, the guy. And um, he's taking photos and he's got all these fucking, he's got Pablo Escobar, boom. All, all the main guys, all the big players. And he ends up getting killed. And uh, in the movie, how he gets killed is... Um, the president is it the president basically they want to sort of like send a message so they use some of the images that Barry Seal's plane had taken and put it on the news and um, the cartel were like what the fuck are these photos where have these come from I know that that's come from that's that's the plane that we're in that's Barry Seal's plane so obviously Barry Seal's a snitch so in the movie he's sat in his car hit squad boom kill him but then there's also stories that the CIA did it so again that's the story of Barry Seal, absolutely true, proven true. It's been spoken about. It's been admitted to. But how he died is still a conspiracy theory. So um, we've been looking at some of this shit. And 
when I say a conspiracy theory that is true, that means it's true. It means you can go out there, you can have a look, and the evidence is plain. Mm-hmm. It's not still a conspiracy. Like, I'm not going to say the moon landing, for instance. A lot of people are absolutely certain that the moon landing never existed, but loads of conspiracy theorists, no high-up scientist, no high-up government official has ever come out and said the moon landing never happened. It's all sort of, you know, dodgy camera footage, you know, just... Yeah, clutch at straw site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's still argued to, it's still argued to this day. No one's ever quite said, yeah, we faked it, and uh, that's, that's now the official narrative. So, um... I've been digging and you want like you want the juiciest the juiciest stories to be the ones that are um that prove true. Yeah. Um let's think it's like we talked about flat earth last week. Yeah. Obviously never gonna be proved true because everybody knows the earth happens to be round. And sorry, let's get the old uh, paper out here rustling through. Um I think one of the one of the best and it's hard to think that this is actually a conspiracy theory at the time because it became so open, open to open knowledge, open to just open conversation that um, it just happened overnight. Is uh, the internet is watching you? Remember, there was a time where people, like, you know, the internet are watching you. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they can watch through your camera, and they know text messages that you're sending people. Yeah, they're yeah. reading your emails, and you go, no, no, no. Like people are like. That can't be true. Then you start to see pictures of Mark Zuckerberg in an interview and his laptop's in the background and he's got like a piece of tape over his camera lens. And people go, why Why's Mark Zuckerberg got his lens taped up? Because because they can watch you through the lens. They can do all this sort of shit. Like it's, you know, they can easily hack you. You know, not only can they read your messages, they can also, they also know when you've made a, a, a typo or when you've gone back and deleted the message and gone forward again. Um, you know, when you, you click on a website and it says this website uses cookies. Yeah. You go, yeah. yeah, whatever. It's because it's mining everything you do. It's it's recording every single click you make. It's recording um, the things that you search, the thing, even like things that you speak about. You know, Alexa's listening to you, Google Pods, whatever it's called, is listening to you. Phones listening to you. It's like when you're talking about skateboards or whatever it is, and then you go into Facebook, and next thing you know, skateboards being advertised to you. And you go, I know very fucking well that's not a coincidence. Yeah, because yeah. you know they're listening to you and they're trying to sell you shit. You know they're not, and you got emails that are reading. Your emails are getting read by a by a system that's basically checking for keywords. Not even keyword like so say if you mention the word president, bomb, whatever. Like red flag. In the same email, I go, Oh yeah, that's probably gonna get looked at. Um and then Ed's Edward Snowden, obviously the reason he can't go back to America is because he unveiled the whole, you know, the government's reading all your shit, the government's spying on you, he leaked all that and had to flee the country. Mm. Um, so that's that's definitely one that sort of became you know proven to be true, um, and also you got location tracking as well. You know why why does Google Maps why does Apple Maps why do all these things know that it's going to take an extra five minutes to get to the beach due to traffic? How do they know? Because every single phone that's using that app is you know your your location. How fast you're moving in that location? It's all being recorded. It's all shoved into some algorithm, then it's spat out and it says, "Right, yep." And then they're so accurate as well. You ever try and beat the sat nav? This yeah. says I'll get here at 24 minutes past, and you almost never really do unless you want to absolutely hammer it there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're quite good at that. Um, Although there is a, I, I can't remember quite what it is, but there is um like a, like a method on WhatsApp where 
you can basically like messages, so they can't be tracked or traced. Encryption, yeah, there's an encryption on WhatsApp. Yeah, because um, yeah. I know I know some investigator, and they were saying like, obviously the way to get around that is, you know, they've been on cases where this encryption mode on WhatsApp is basically prolonged yeah. the case because they've got they can't get that evidence. Yeah. Do you remember David Icke? Yes. Do you remember when David Icke was talking about lizard people? Yes. That's another one that turned out to be true. Do you mean? <laughs> joking that's obviously not true <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but David Icke um, he did shut um, Terry Wogan up though didn't he oh he fucking shut him right up yeah because he was talking about like government conspiracies on the Wogan show and he was getting laughed at and then uh, the next time he went on everything he said pretty much turned out to be true and um, then Wogan was saying so you're saying that the president of the United States doesn't really run the, the country and he says you're talking about George Bush the guy can't even tie his own shoelaces let alone run a country do you think he actually runs all of America and all the audience started laughing at Terry Hogan. <laughs> Got you, Terry. That's it, because it's amazing watching both shows, though, isn't it? Yeah. Because, obviously, he goes on first time, looks like an idiot. Got, like, manipulated like a Muppet. And then Didn't on the it. second one... I, you know, I, like, to this day, I just can't stand Terry Hogan for that shit. Yeah. Because it's bullying, and, that's what it is. He I mean, gets bullied on TV. Obviously, I, I was quite young, but I kind of went off with my granddad's concepts because he hated Terry Hogan. Like every red nose day, Granddad would just pull his face when my nana would yeah. make him watch it. And he just could not stand the guy. Yeah. But, Same here. I just fucking can't stand him. Fat alone, just like, why are you so close minded? Mm. Uh, Bohemian Grove. Do you know Bohemian Grove? It's not a uh, Queen's cousin, is it? Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> so there's always this, uh, this theory that there's a place called Bohemian Grove where all the richest and most powerful men, not just in America, but around the world, who have good relationships with America. Um, they all meet up and they all put on robes and they do like satanic rituals. Um, they they throw like a a straw mannequin of a child onto a fire in front of the owl god Molech, and um, everyone's like, "What?" So you tell me the, all the anyone who's been a president, um, fucking Clint Eastwood, like all these like high up people, rich, super duper, fucking powerful guys. They all meet up and do this shit. No, 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 no. And then a guy called um, John Bronson, who wrote Men Who Stare at Goats, which became a film later on. Um, he's not just a con- like he was. He started off as like a conspiracy theorist type guy, but everything he did would come with like some serious um, research, some serious backing. And he's also debunked more conspiracy theories. So he's, he's more inclined to debunk it. Like he doesn't like being tired with the whole conspiracy theory brush. So he'll say something's incorrect before he start you know yeah, yeah. and uh, so him and you know alex jones yeah alex jones the guy who's let me there. tell you they're they're aliens and they're really oh, that guy yeah yeah um so him and alex jones i remember this was like the first conspiracy theory i ever like got into as a kid because i saw this video and i was like what and so him and alex jones and a couple of the guys it was like let's um let's let's break into the bohemian club and like what Alex Jones was like, I think it was John Ronson's idea to do it. And Alex Jones was like, well up for it. He was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And um, they had this plan that we're going to sneak in through the forest. It's in California, the Bohemian Club, um, Bohemian Grove. Um, so they ended up on splitting up into two teams, Alex Jones and his guy and John Ronson and his guy. Um, John Ronson and his guy just walk up the drive straight through the front door. They just thought to themselves, well, if we just walk over and we'll just walk in like if someone stops us, we'll leave. Like, they're not going to kill us, are they? So they walk through and they get in. Like, they get all the way in. Alex Jones gets all the way in. And they're just like sort of in there talking to people. Um, they get these robes. They all wear these robes. And they go into the woods. 
and there's a big wooden owl and like the all the like demonic chanting his videos are online like if you if you search for it it's online and um yeah they're just walking around and they say it's really fucking weird alex jones claims that um like a load of guys come on to him and stuff he says like a lot of people like meet up and have like gay sex because if all these like rich even like even if they're all straight you know like partaking things that they can have over on each other yeah. later on in it's life. Kind of like joining a gang when yeah. you have to murder someone before you get in the gang. Or yeah, exactly. Or uh, a fraternity in America where you have to do something like fucking suck a dead pig's dick or some shit. Yeah. Like, you know, it's sort of like you can never turn on us now because we've got this on you and stuff like that. And like Alex Jones makes some wild claims. I don't know how true they are, but he says like um, ex presidents or like, like do like sexual shit to like a, the next guy. To let them know that like they're never really in charge. Yeah. There's always someone who can just fuck you over. You know, just kind of shit like that. But that, that stuff was never proven. But the actual existence of the Bohemian Grove. Well, and then true. there's there's another video of Alex Jones and he, he pulls up to this guy in Washington who is like a high up powerful official. And um he goes over to him. You can see oh, it's on YouTube. He says, Can I talk to you? And the guy goes, Yeah, yeah, sure. Like gives him an interview. And he goes, uh, what do you know about Bohemian Grove? And he says, um, what, what what do you mean? He says, What do you know about Bohemian Grove? It's a gentleman's club. He goes, Yeah, it's a gentleman's club. So he goes, uh, do you go there? He went, I've been there once, twice. He says, what can you tell me about like wearing robes, satanic rituals in the woods? He goes, um, I don't know what you're talking about. He says, you do know what I'm talking about. So I've been there. So the guy says, well, if you've been to Bohemian Grove, then you made an agreement that you should never speak about Bohemian Grove. So I don't respect you for that. So he says, yeah, I says, but I'm not, I snuck in. So he says, well, you're not supposed to sneak in. She says, trespassers aren't allowed in. He says, yeah, I know, but I did it anyway. The guy goes, sick Alex Jones says, I don't respect you. I do not respect you for that. And then um, afterwards, um, there was a, a statement issued that um, Bohemian Grove does exist. Um, people do meet up and they do wear elaborate robes and elaborate clothing and do silly stuff, but it couldn't be more innocent. Like, that's what yeah. they try and make out, which is obviously bollocks because, you know, throwing shit on a fire, chanting, Alex Jones says something. He says uh, he was stood there and he's going, wow, this is really cool. And he says, the guy next to him is taking that seriously. He went, shut the fuck up or I'll kill you. <laughs> shut the fuck up or I'll kill you. My life of brain. Shut up, big nose. <laughs> big nose. <laughs> it's great life, right? But that's, that's the weird thing. It's like, as weird as it sounds, like, it is weird. It's like fucking weird. I think I'd go if I was ever asked to go just to see what it's like. Yeah, it's curiosity. Yeah, unless someone tries to fucking stick a dick in me or something which is <laughs> out but like i think i'd go because it sounds well interesting and it's a story you'll always tell forever but at the same time like you when, when you look at things in certain light so you can go to a church you can chant and sing that you know because english churches they like that i don't know what they're like in america but in england they're old buildings they can be two three four five hundred years old eight hundred years old um old churches Really echoey, cold inside. Everybody sings, and because we're all English, we don't get too carried away. You know, we're not singing like ah da da, oh Jesus, ah, da, yeah. da, 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 da. Like, none of that. It's just sort of like. What's not even that in church? It's like, who are they? And because everyone's like, no one wants to be like standing out. Everyone wants to go, dear father, you are in heaven. And everyone's saying at the same time, and it's a big echoey building. It just sounds like, like it sounds demonic as shit. Yeah. Then you look up, and what have you got in front of you? You got a cross with a fucking absolutely ripped out of his mind, Jesus Christ, just abs, fucking pecs, biceps popping, triceps locking. <laughs> just like, just like hung up there with a 
crown of thorns nails through his hands and his foot and we're all looking up at that like imagine you've never heard the concept of church and jesus christ and you walked into a room and you saw that yeah what do you think like what would you think i think some but one nail is going through both feet one nail that is a really big nail you think like what the fuck is going on there's a guy these people they like chant to a guy that's just like nailed to a cross and people go what I'm telling you, like, imagine you weren't from Earth. Imagine you were from, like, another planet. And you went, these fucking humans are twisted. Like, some of them don't really bother, but, like, a lot of them, they go to this place and they just look at this guy that's fucking nailed to a cross. It's all, like, all people. And they go, what? And they go, yeah, they talk about love and shit and, like, being kind to each other. Did it? Oh, that's nice. Well, not really. No, why? Because the prisons are overpopulated and they're all at war all the time. And they have this thing called Twitter, what they're all like dead racist on. <laughs> it's like, none of them are really that nice, but they sort of wait, say wait, it wait. would be a good idea to be nice. Racist? Did they say it for our Christmas advert? No, 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 but they've got this black family at the minute and they played hell with them. Yeah, and then there was one a week later with a white family and everyone was sort of fine with that one. And they go, Earth sounds terrible. And he goes, it is. Well, it's not terrible, is it? But it's, it's weird. Mm. Everything's weird. But because we're so used to how weird it all is, we just get used to it. Like, do you think so on some level? Like, we're just confused by everything. Like, we don't know what the fuck's going on, do we, really? It's like, we've not been intelligent creatures for that long, humans. Mm. And we've got all this technology, and technology gets better, faster. Like, it doubles in speed every year. Like, the speed of which technology comes out, it doubles, it gets better, doubles, gets better, doubles, get Before you know it, it's going to be um, interplanetary travel, you know, they're already thinking about that now. And then they'll invent light speed at some point and you'll be able to zip through a wormhole and be on the other side. Like, it's going to get fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I don't think I, like, evolution takes millions of years. Sometimes not as long, sometimes longer. But it's just like, I think mentally we're suffering because of it all. Yeah. Like, are more people depressed now? Or is it just because it's out there? We're all talking more on social media. We're all discussing it more. Like, which one of those two things is true? Yeah. Like, did people suffer from anxiety in, like, the 1600s? Like, in medieval times? Like, a guy with a fucking... His family, he's got three kids that are all starving. Stuff. He's got, like, one sheep and a shitty field with turnips growing in it. Like, did he ever just go, oh, I'm just feeling really anxious? Yeah. I just don't want to go in today. Go, go in. What do you, You've got to... You've got to get the turnips. Because yeah. if you don't, we're not going to eat. We, no, I'm just really... I'm just... I'm not saying like you shouldn't because you feel anxious and it's like playing a, it's like taking a toll on you. Like you should absolutely take care of it. It's 2020 and we understand these things better. And so you should pay attention to your mind as well as your but body. But it's just like. And it's more prevalent because they're more out there and people kind of telling you and you can go to the doctors and well, they're saying it's easy to get it prescribed to you. And... People are just saying, yeah, it's anxiety. I'm feeling really anxious. Yeah. How often do you feel anxious? Uh, every day for the past couple of weeks. Not like, oh, well, what are you anxious about? Maybe maybe it's something maybe it's something that's fleeting. Maybe it'll go. You know, it's just yet. Yeah, you've you know, I'm gonna give you some anxiety medicine. Like I don't take medicine. No. Nah. So when it comes to this whole um, uh, this whole vaccine thing, and someone says to me, "Are you gonna take it?" I don't want to take it. Oh, why? Why are you an anti-vaxxer? Not really, but I don't take paracetamol because I don't really know what it is that's yeah. in it, and I don't know like if I don't need it, then I don't want to take it because you know. I think the best example of evolution is if you take too many paracetamol, not in one go, you'll die. But if you take them every time you think you've got a headache, you'll get used to them and they'll stop working. That's evolution. That's your body combating this thing that it doesn't really want inside it. And it's learning to 
oust it when it comes in. And like the thing is as well, obviously doctors and pharmaceutical companies are obviously going to be interlinked somewhere along the line. So what they'll never prescribe really is exercise. And like That's exercise it. is such a great cure or prevention of depression and bored. Like a lot of times I've not really trained for the week. I've been bored. And then like when I've been a bit stuff like, oh, get depressed. And then you go for a trip, you know, you go to the gym or you go for a run or you just go for a walk around fucking trees and a lake or a river. Yeah. And you come back, you're like, no, I was just bored. Yeah, feel good now. Got, like, my body's warmed up. It's giving a feel good factors. Endorphins are flowing. Like serotonin's popping off. How nice is it to come and sit down on your couch and watch TV when you've been out freezing cold, you've been for a walk, and like you get to that point where you've been out on a long walk, you think, I'm ready to go home now. Yeah. I can't wait to get enjoy home. it. Then you get home, you fucking take your jacket off, wash your hands, wash your face, get in front of the TV. And you're just like, ah. again, like people will be, and I feel for them who are generally depressed. But what I'd like to know is what percentage of these people who are who, who have been claimed to be depressed, who are not depressed, sit on the same spot in the couch, go through the same apps on the phone, watch the same programs on TV, over and over and over on a daily basis. Yeah, um, we're going to carry on with this right now, but just hold that thought going through the apps on your phone because that plays a part of a conspiracy that is true later on but um you're absolutely right just scrolling through facebook seeing what people are up to and then feeling obliged to post things like whenever something nice happens to you i better take a photo of this moment and put it on facebook so everybody knows i'm having a happy time yeah like remember when people just took photos to remember a nice day to fill a photo album you're in a zoo and you want to take a picture of your daughter or your niece or you want to take a picture of somebody else in front of a nice tree or something. I don't know, you know, just something nice. You're at the beach. Let's capture this moment. And you put in, you look back at it years later. And now people's baby books are fucking all filled up with mobile phone photos. Yeah. People are putting fucking filters on the babies, taking a picture of the baby with like the dog filter on. It's like, nah, what are you doing? It's fucking like, it's embarrassing really. Yeah. Like everyone's like, photos are all filtered up. That you're going to look back when you're 80 years old at your photos and you go, oh, these are all really nice photos up until I turned 18. And this dog filter just made its way into all the photos of me. Yeah. All these fake, like, they don't even look like this anymore. Imagine what people are going to think when they're like a thousand years in the future when they look back at planet Earth. They go, why is everyone having this like, weird look to him like around that time? Everyone looks weird in the, like, the 2020s. Like, How did you get these dog ears and tongue? Like, just even, not even like the ones where it like, makes your face all like smoothed out and nobody looks human. I saw someone do the 10-year challenge, which is the next um, conspiracy. Someone did the 10-year challenge, right? You know, you take a photo of yourself now. Yeah. And then a photo of yourself 10 years ago. And somebody, the photo from 10 years ago was perfectly normal, natural photograph, like an actual photo. And then this one was using all the filters. And I go, oh my God, I guess uh, I guess I aged well. Well, we, we don't know, do we? Because that, <laughs> that filter isn't you. It's not you. You literally don't look like that. That's just some digital creation of another person. It's not even you. It's like the episode of South Park in it when um, it was, who gets the girlfriend. It looks like Kim Kardashian on the fit on the filter. He's like, "Yo, check oh, the girlfriend." Yeah, what's she called there? And uh, he's got a, he's got a, a real girl like walking like three steps behind him, and he's showing everyone like the picture on his phone. Yeah. Going, wow, she's yeah, this is my girl. Yeah, what's she called that girl? Huh? Lovely, lovely. The dog like that. Yeah, so that's that's that was a conspiracy. Now I don't know if it was even a conspiracy or whether it actually turned out to be true, but. Um, facial recognition software mm. um, you know the ages people so say um, 
what Madame Le Cam would look like in 10 years. Yeah. Apparently, this 10-year challenge hashtag was put out by the creators of this technology so they could do that experiment on the cheap and um, find out exactly how people are aging in 10 years. Oh, so really? you got, they can take a photo of you and back then, you now, and go, right, okay, it looks about 15 on this photo. So twenty from, from 15 to 25, people, they'll put that in a bracket and go, people are aging like this. Uh, okay, he was six, 10 years ago, now he's 16. Okay, yeah, boom, 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 boom. And then they can get like a good average of how people actually age over the space of 10 years. So you're talking like skin tone and eyes drooping and... yeah wrinkles and all that kind of stuff yeah so i imagine that would, good I imagine that it could be true up. yeah just to like part of this fucking this challenge and see what uh just do all the research for because mm. people just wanted an excuse to take a fucking photo of themselves and put it online which then loops in with the one you're saying about taking your data taking your data well that's a big one i mean they're all taking your data all of them all the companies that's why they're all making money people go ah facebook i do not give you permission to use my photograph or my posts share this to let facebook like shut the fuck up when you signed onto facebook the day you set up your account you hit that checkbox then there was about 60 paragraphs of data that you never fucking read because no one reads it within that data somewhere it said to you from now until all the end of fucking time for as long as you're using facebook I own your, your shit. shit is my shit. Mm. And you went, yeah, I just want to see what everyone's up to. Take a picture of a fucking Sunday dinner and post it. Boom. And then you're going to get all high and mighty. I do not give you permission. Like Facebook should be able to say to like, okay, yes, you can actually opt out of this. We'll never use any of your data, but Facebook's going to cost you £9.99 every single month. What? So do you want to pay us a tenner or do you want to give us all your fucking data and carry on? And you won't even notice it because you don't even know what we do with your data. I want to give you my data. Right, then get off your IOS, dickhead. People go about like, like I'm not a big fan of Facebook, but I still use it, so I don't yeah. complain about it. People go, fucking Facebook, they're frauds, they do this, they do that, the shit, the shit. Yeah, but you still use it, don't you? Like, what kind of, like, how amazing have these guys got it? Google, Facebook, where people hate them, they hate the product, and they just complain all day long about it, but they still use it every single, every minute of every day they're using it. Even when they're not using it, they're still using it because... They've, they've got the back, they've got the location setting switched on. Yeah. People go, ah, fuck. Like, in fact, you said, I fucking hate Morrison's. I absolutely hate, I cannot stand Morrison's. Whenever I'm in there, it just knocks me sick. I hate the floor tiles. I hate the people who work there. I hate the colour yellow. I fucking hate Morrison's. You won't go. Mm. You go Asda, go Tesco. But Facebook, you still use it. You still say, ah, fucking Facebook, just full of people talking shit. Yeah, but you're still reading it. Yeah. <laughs> you're still reading it and getting mad. It's full of pricks. Yeah. Unfortunately, mate. They're the pricks that you grew up with. <laughs> and the ones that you're friends with on Facebook. Yeah. You're probably just as bad. In fact, you're worse because you're the one sat there complaining. Like, you just join in. Like, Christmas decorations at the moment. Everyone, I'm, I, I got mine up early as fuck. Why? Because I just wanted to. It's sure. nice. Mm-hmm. I like the look of the tree when it's up. I like having lights on. I like watching Christmas films. The vibe is... We're all stuck in the house. It's 2020. It's been a shit year. If I want to enjoy that right now, I will enjoy it. People are... Ah, Oh, you fucking idiots with your tree up. Like, it's not your house, mate. You don't have any right to be pissed off at somebody else has put a plastic tree up in the living room. Yeah, serious. It's a plastic tree with twinkly lights. If they want to do it, they'll do it. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. Let people like to let people be happy. Like, why are you so mad at people being happy? And I'm feeling, I'm, and I'm, I don't know why I'm kind of feeling the festive vibe early this year as I'm well. I'm feeling it, mate. I watched, um, I watched Trading Places. Yeah. Uh, what else have I watched? I don't think I've watched any of the Christmas films. Trading Places. I'm going to watch Miracle on 34th Street. Start early because all the Christmas films you want to watch, you don't end up watching because you ain't got enough time. And you know what? I'm going to start off with some of the, not, not, not my favourite, some of the ones that I can have on in the background whilst and I'll certainly build into the Santa Clauses and, you know, use the best mm-hmm. ones for 
coming into like the second week of December onwards. Yeah. But now I'm going to start on the ones that are not... Um, Jingle All The Way. That's, Jingle All The Way is like right near Christmas. Yes. And you know what? I like to watch Jingle All The Way in the daytime. I don't know why. <laughs> I like that one in the day because it sets place in the day, doesn't it? Yeah. He was yeah. out shopping. It's a daytime type film. That's You're it. my number one customer. <laughs> no, wait. Um, no, Liz, no. Jamie. Jamie, put that cookie down now. And um, yeah, obviously Santa Claus. That's you Who know said you could my cookies? <laughs> It's turbo time. It's the best film ever made. Well, um, what does Sinbad say as well when he grabs up woman by the goes, by the coat? It's a fly from the companies and they want to sell these toys and he, <laughs> <laughs> he grabs all the Sinbad's thing. He's, um, he's got a Prince Boss. He's not wrong, though. No, he's not. He's absolutely... it, they make it like a dick. Yeah, they make it like a dick for being paranoid about it, but he's absolutely right. So it's a ploy by the marketing companies to get you to work hard and then buy Give all the shit them, toys and as soon as you open it it breaks and falls apart and then he gets in a scrap with a big show uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger I'm going to deck your halls bub <laughs> <laughs> but um, um no. sorry about crack on mate we've been uh, 50 minutes of waffling we've not done much uh, conspiracies that turn so we did Bohemian Grove um, that's true Agent Provocateurs so Alex Jones said this again. Alex Jones is the conspiracy guy. He's fucking crazy. Make sure you go on Infowars.com because he got barred off YouTube. He got barred off Twitter. They want nothing to do with him because everything he says turns out to be fucking right. Not everything. Like he did some shit about the Sandy Hook school shootings that went against him. But um, he, t- he was talking about Agent Provocateurs years ago. And Agent Provocateurs, when there's a silent protest and the, the they, you know they, yeah, whoever yeah. they are, um, if they don't like it, they'll send in people disguised as police officers, people disguised as protesters, and they'll get shit started. They'll turn a peaceful protest into a violent Not, protest. Yeah. And we saw this in the Black Lives Matter protest, and we, we got actual footage of them. There's a guy... Is um, walking around. I don't know why. The guy dressed like a fucking. He dressed like you look at him. You go, mate. That guy's terrifying me. He was walking around. He had a gas mask on, but the gas mask had um, pink on it. He had an umbrella and like a long coat. He looked like a plague doctor, and um, he just fucking. He goes, Push, breaks a window, gets it going. But people around him were genuinely there for peaceful. And people were like, yo, what are you doing? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Puts a brick through the window. People were like, what are you doing? Why'd you do that? Like people were like trying to get. And then the guy got off. And then his photos went around and his ex-wife came out and said, I know exactly who that is. That's my ex-husband because that's my gas mask. Because it was pink. Mm. Went, that's mine. I know exactly who he is. And um, the guy got found out for it. But you see, like, in the Black Lives Matter protest, to get it going, to get, like, you know, divide people racially, especially yeah. before the election, you know, get your Republicans and your Democrats, you know, log, log, uh, loggerheads. And you saw police cars that were turned upside down, and people ran the plates, people checked them out. It was like an old model. It's been retired for fucking five years, this police car. It's never, like, it's not seen an action for five years. It's an old car. Um, del- brick deliveries dropped off. Like, people feel that, like, on Instagram, on their Instagram stories, does anybody know why a pallet full of bricks has been dropped off in the middle of the night? There's a pile of bricks here. What's all that about? Porta potties and shit dropped off. Why do porta potties and piles of bricks dropped off? There's, there's no building construction sites anywhere. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Just to get get shit going, and um, yeah, and that's been going on for years. So um, there's loads of footage of that. Agent Provocateurs, that was turned out to be true. Um, Ted Kaczynski um, and um, Charles Manson feed into the next one, which is my absolute favourite one. Uh, have you got anything you wanna you wanna say before I jump into my favourite conspiracy that turned out to be true? Uh, 
No, I'm, I'm intrigued. Okay. My absolute favourite conspiracy theory that turned out to be true, um, and it definitely, it was definitely, definitely, definitely confirmed as true because in 1994, 95, 95, Bill Clinton, as you know, Bill Clinton came out and he said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he came out and he apologised. Have you ever heard of MK Ultra? Nope. Oh, MK, MK Ultra. Right, so, so many films. It's, this sort of shit has inspired so much. You know um, Stranger Things? Yes. The secret government bases that test kids. Of Hawkins, yeah. Yeah, they test all this shit, right? That is inspired by MK Ultra because MK Ultra was a CIA program in the 60s, 70s, 80s, maybe even sooner than that. And they were testing on people, they were testing on prisoners, testing on patients, they were fucking kidnapping people and testing on them. They were torturing them, they were giving them drugs, LSD, they were trying to fucking use manipulation tactics, they were trying to use blackmail tactics. They were basically trying to find out how you program a person into doing whatever you want them to do mind control how can i take a person and make them kill on my behalf mm. how can i get them to do that and um so yeah that, that's basically the bare bones of it but then where this sort of gets interesting is so many other sp- so that part of it is true that part of it is true the uh, operation midnight climax which i'll go into in a minute all this proved to be true it's all discussed it's all mentioned but to what extent they actually went into it is still like to be discovered because I am when these first went into it and, and Bill Clinton apologized. Oh, I'm sorry that the MK Ultra got people. <laughs> that's how that's a good impression of Bill Clinton. I'm gonna home and fuck Monica Lewinsky now. <laughs> suck my dad. Monica, I suck my dad. That's awful. That's actually uh, she's still working for Vanity Fair. I think Monica Lewinsky is working for now. I've not got a clue. I mean, you're looking at me as if like we're on as some you know. sort of talking terms, me and Mon. No, I, I saw an interview of her recently uh, where she was giving an interview. Oh, she was giving something. <laughs> well, yeah. Back in the day. <whistles> hubba, hubba. So, <laughs> uh, MK Ultra. So, one of my favorite. Uh, so, one of the. Let's tell some of the true stories. Well, some of that we know for sure to be true. Operation Midnight Climax would have been if they knew someone was in town, they wanted information from. Um, there, was di- there was different types of people they were targeting this. So, if they wanted information from you. They would uh, find out where you're staying, maybe follow you to a bar, and then they would have prostitutes, not always trained, but just like just women, and they go, go talk to that guy. You're wearing this recording device, ask him what he does for a living, because one way to get information out of an agent is you can kidnap them, you can talk to them, they're trained how to get out of that. You can talk to them all day, you go, tell us what you know, he might not tell you. But if you get them drunk and you put a few women around them, they found out that statistically the more likely to open their mouths in a bar trying to impress women than they mm. are if you fucking interrogate tied them to a chair and fucking waterboarded them. So to get them talking to women, get them drunk. And then if nothing, if they get nothing, they take them back to a room, these women. And then on the other side of a fucking, maybe there's a mirror in the room of somebody on the other side of it. Maybe there's cameras inside the room that they're watching them. And they're basically, they get men, they have sex with them, maybe get a little bit kinky, tie them up. And then boom, agents come charging the room, question you. We've got everything on you. You're married, aren't you? He's fucking in a, in a room here with two women. What's what's going on here? You're going to tell us everything or your wife's going to find out. Mm. Or maybe they get him back to the room to fucking drug him and get all their information out of him. And it's just funny how the name was Operation Midnight Climax because <laughs> it was always related around you know, sex. sex. But that got shut down because then those reports where agents out in the field would be abusing the power. They just think, fuck it. Should we just uh, watch? 
she was she was she was set her out and just fucking get her to bang some guy in his hotel room and just fucking watch behind the mirror and just fucking jack off and shit. So the guy was just a standard guy, just a me or you kind of guy. Who... It, was, it was loads of guys. Yeah, the guy that would kid. Yeah, literally anyone. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they would just fucking grab students, fucking drifters, out of towners, just all sorts of people. Yeah, so it just became like a tried and tested way of getting information out of people or just kidnapping people for their experiments. Um, there's a book by a guy named Tom O'Neill. It's called Chaos, Charles Manson, the CIA, and the Secret History of the Manson Murders, uh, which we're going to go into in about 10 seconds. But then Ted Kaczynski, remember when we spoke about our favorite serial killers? Yes, yes. Ted Kaczynski, the Unibomber. Well, the story like, he was, a, he was an educated man, very normal. Um, and he, when he was in college, he volunteered for um, drug trials. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, psychology. Well, he, he, there was a lot of that as well. But he'd do drug trials, do like psychology experiments and shit. And um, there's lots of evidence to suggest that um, his psychotic rage came out from the results of these drug tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a story of a little girl who got kidnapped. So mum and dad, are, uh, there's a heat wave. Mum and dad are up all night, t- tossing and turning. Kids can't sleep. And they go, should we go down to the bar? And uh, some air condensers go down to the bar. Uh, kids are out in the, in the car park playing. And the little girl goes missing, turns up raped and murdered. And the guy that did it, he was just sort of found wandering around, covered in blood. It's obviously him, but he has no recollection of doing it. He like he literally don't know. He had no criminal, he had no um, criminal record. Never been to jail. Normal guy. And they were questioning him about, it, and he's like, I, I don't know. And he says he remembers a dream that he saw this girl who reminded him of this woman that used to abuse him when he was a kid. Oh really? Yeah, like there was a girl, and I remember, and like I was abused, and he looked into it, and it turns out this person he described it even. That even exist like these memories were planted in his mind because obviously whoever this guy who also had a history of um you know doing experiments yeah like trials and yeah stuff. Uh, they reckon that not only did they could they wipe out his memory and they tried to program him to go out and kill and you know kill on demand and stuff but also they managed to replace existing memories with completely fabricated memories so kind of like the rick so, and morty episode where they've got all the Memories from yeah, yeah, literally deleting memories and dropping new ones. Yeah, like um, this memory of him being abused as a kid wasn't true at all. He spoke to his family about it, and he was like, "Literally, the person you're talking about, go through the family doesn't exist. This person." And then um, Marilyn, Marilyn Manson, Charles Manson. I always get Marilyn, Uh, Charles Manson. um, Who again? You need to read the book, Charles Manson: Chaos: The Truth Behind the Manson Murders, um, by Tom O'Neill. I'm going to get the audio book. So it's it's a long book. But I'm, I'm going to commit to getting through it. And uh, I was listening to the author talk about it. So I why I've got this information. And um, he was saying that Charles Manson in the sort of the early days before he started committing all the, the crimes and the, and the Manson family started committing all these murders. Um, he was, he was in on it from the beginning. They were testing on him. Um, he was a smart guy. Uh, they say he's much more intelligent than they like to give him credit for because, you know, obviously he manipulated all these people mm-hmm. and there was a, um, it was a, a facility. It was a like a like a clinic, and he used to take all the girls there um, to like unwanted pregnancies, abortions, um, STI medicine, all that sort of stuff. Would all go there, um, and he, Charles Manson would be in and out of prison. But for some reason, he always got out. Every time he committed a crime, crime assault an officer, he'd end up straight back out on the streets. Almost like somebody was like looking after him, who's like controlled. 
because um, you think about it, like remember Charles Manson, the whole story behind him is like he was in with all these like record label executives. Yeah, like he was just constantly around like these high powerful guys. You know, turn up with all these women, and the guys are like, oh mate, you got some women with you? Yeah, yeah, come on in, smoking weed with people, doing drug deals. He was friends with like so many like high up important people, and then he start out all of a sudden. The guy starts believing in all this weird shit. He believed that Helter Skelter, the Beatles song from the White Album, Spoke to was him. speaking to him and telling him that like there's going to be a race war and the Black Panthers are going to overthrow the white people. And then the Manson family, we're going to go underground. And then when the black people win and all the white people die, the Manson family will take over because black people aren't smart enough to run the world, which was his, his words, not mine. Um, and then that's where they take over and the Manson family will emerge from this underground lair and they'll run the world. Yeah. He started yeah. like that's when he started like believing in all this mad shit. And um so yeah, like Charles Manson was like heavily believed to be like um, just trial ball, balls it. deep in like these trials and they were sort of controlling him and you know, cause he was like his cult master were only by the end of it. Yeah. Well um, I said, he'd actually officially commit a murder the, the murder, did it? No, he didn't the murder, murder. No. And they reckon that the, the Manson family murdered well more people. Mm. Then, um, then we actually found out because so the, obviously the famous Tate Labianca murder, where it's a Sharon Tate yeah. and the Labiancas they were having a house party, and um, Roman Polanski, who's the famous film director, um, who's I think he's bad. He's not even allowed in America anymore. But um, yeah, the Manson family just sort of um, they killed them all. These are uh, stories in the book. The night before Tate and the Labiancas were at the Labiancas' home, and. They were sort of chilling out, going to order some food, order a pizza, and just like watch movies. And then the power went out. What they said on the reports, the power went out and there was a bright light and then the powers went out. The power went out and then they phoned the friend, oh, you know how to, you know, you're an electric, whatever. You can come for, he said, I can't, I've got a date tonight, I can't do it. So he goes, never mind, we'll go out and said, so they'll go out. Yeah. And then after it all sort of happened, like a professional came in and checked it and they said, oh, if the lights came on and then went off, that means um, this power didn't quite go out. They were, it was cut. It was yeah. like tampered with. And then on the night where Sharon Tate was murdered, the same thing happened again, which suggests that the Manson family was stalking and were probably going to try and do it the night before as well as the actual night, night they did, did it. And um, the, obviously these kids who were just all at some point in life normal, just hippies, which is weird because the hippie movement was all peace and love, weren't it? Well, because one of his uh, main acquaintances was just like a single mum, wasn't she? Um, he was there at night. I'm sure she was like a single mum. Well, um, she would have been the one. I can't remember. There was text. Tra- there was text. He was like the main guy. And one of the girls held Sharon Tate down and she was just stabbed repeatedly like, over and over and yeah. over again. And it's just the weirdest thing. And then the court trials afterwards... The women were fucking, they couldn't be in court without singing and dancing and screaming and shouting. It's being fucking weird, which suggests that they were probably drugged during court as well mm. to make sure that nothing they ever said got, got out. Yeah. Because a lot of it, there was a book that came out about it all written by this guy. This, he was a detective. Um, he worked on all the cases. And this Tom O'Neill says it's all bullshit that he wrote. Said everything he wrote was bullshit. This is my book. I had an He had an interview. Tom O'Neill had an interview with this guy. Spent a lot of time with him. And this guy who was sort of coming towards the end of his life, he was losing it a little bit. He was going a bit senile and he was way too honest than he should have been. And every time he'd say shit like, oh, can we go off the record? I want to say something. You've got to turn your tape off, but there's a lot of confusion because they both had tapes and they'd turn one tape off Keep and the other one on. 
one tape was off, then the other tape was on. So it's just by the end of it, a lot of the off the record stuff was actually recorded. And then this guy's like, I don't want him to record. I don't want him to put any of the, because a lot of the truth is on this purely by this, this, this detective's stupid mistakes. He says, I don't want him to, you can't use any of that. And he's like, okay, I'm not going to, I, I won't use any of it, which made a lot of silly confessions. And then this guy got super paranoid and he's like, right, I, I want to sue him. I want to, I want to like go to court. Then the second he said that, all the tapes became public domain and all this off the record shit meant nothing, which means he could use all these yeah. tapes. So he used all these tapes, um, which I'm, I'm going to, I can't wait to get into this book. But yeah, there's just, there's just loads about, there's not too much about the, the motive behind killing Sharon Tate. Apparently, I mean, the main motive is that was the killing that was going to drive the race war. They wanted to blame the Black Panthers. They, they left a lot of silly clues around that might make the detectives go, oh, the Black Panthers did this. You know, they've got Sharon Tate who was, white skin blonde hair yeah beautiful woman you know they wanted to go right let's get the the the, the poster girl of white females and then if we say the black panthers killed her that'll create a race war and that's what they wanted to happen mm-hmm. but um obviously obviously it didn't happen I mean, um but yeah he's just one of them guys as well he's just like he's just a fascinating watching it just how money he's incredible like i mean not in a good way i mean it's, it's just one of those fascinating humans for all the wrong reasons that just shouldn't exist like the amount of power that these people can like imagine what he'd be like now if social media mm. i suppose people are like that now but they're just less psychotic with it like people can get such like that girl on tiktok that's she's 15 years old or maybe she's 16 now she's 15 the last time i heard about her she's like one of the first ones to do tiktok dances she's like the originator of tiktok dances you know these little simple yeah tap 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 like little four move dances I don't know how many followers. She's got like 15 million followers. Sorry, like just something ridiculous. And I can't think for a second that she's not been approached by some government officials and had like a, like a, a, a talking to. Yeah. Like you're influential. You don't understand it now, but she carries more influence than most politicians. Yeah. Barring the president of the United States, Donald Trump at the moment, Joe Biden next year. Um, she carries more influence than me, you, and anyone we know personally. This little girl who's dancing. If she said on her TikTok tomorrow, everybody go out and kill at least one person, I wonder how many people would die because mm-hmm. of that. Like, if she wanted to, she could. She these mind like these like MK people, Ultra types. If they were still going now, they could. Mate, they'd have a field day right now. Right, um, subliminal messaging. Put this pillow in the background of one of your videos. It's gonna have a message on it. No one's gonna notice it. But it's going to be there, and then we'll move it closer in the next one, then closer in the next one. Then we'll take it away, and there'll be a song what's saying the words that are on this pillow, which yeah. might be I don't know, buy Pepsi, buy Pepsi. Maybe she wears a Pepsi T-shirt, Pepsi Pepsi, and she goes, "Oh guys, I've been drinking some Pepsi. Absolutely love Pepsi." And everyone's like, "Mate, yeah, I fucking love Pepsi. That's dripping, I fancy it, drip it. it." Yeah, how many times you've been driving down the street and you know you see like a poster and you didn't really see it, and maybe you saw it or maybe you didn't. A Big Mac or a Coke. Like you see like a Coke advert and you go, yeah. oh, mate, Coke looks absolutely delicious. And you go, oh, mate, I fancy a Coke. Like, yeah. It's crazy. Like you were, ta- you, um, you were talking about cigarettes. Uh, cigarettes. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And you were saying like one of the original conspiracy theories was, yeah, was... was that cigarettes are bad for you. It's like, what? Cigarettes are bad for you? I've been smoking all my life. Cigarettes aren't bad for me. Because mm. it's hard to believe that at some point, people didn't believe that cigarettes were killing you. And the marketing companies were like, Oh shit! Turns out cigarettes are bad for you. Mm. Not a cigarette comes out. What the fuck are we gonna do? 
well, we'll do nothing. Why? Because no one's got any health cigarettes, so everyone's just rolls foots each other and you just carried on making the same amount of money. But a lot of the marketing companies, so um, I got this entirely off Mad Men and I looked into it and it turns out to be some truth. Um, in the 60s, you know, they're trying to think of a marketing campaign, right? We're all fucked, we're all stuck, what are we going to do? Turns out everybody knows that there's a fucking thousand, thousand and one chemicals in cigarettes now. So Don Draper, the guy in the TV show goes, oh, I've, I've got it. We just say... That our cigarettes are toasted. That's how they're made. They're toasted. And the guy who works for Lucky Strike, he goes, "Yeah, but everyone's is toasted." But no, 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 no. Everyone else's gives you cancer. Ours is toasted. And it's just like one of these amazing marketing tricks. That's like they're not telling you any lies. The yeah, it's, it's a little loophole. Just bending sort of the truth. You're like ours is toasted, and then you go, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna smoke." Yeah, yeah. There's a toast. Everybody else is bad for you. That. Yeah, everyone else is a toasted mate. Oh, really? It's like that scandal, the 100% beef with McDonald's are saying, we yeah. use 100% beef. And it turns out, I mean, again, check me out on this because I don't know how true I heard this through hearsay. I'm probably wrong, but it's just a good example. So we use 100% beef in our burgers. And you did some digging and you found out that the company that gave them all the shit meat was called 100% beef. Yeah. That was their company name, and there's no law that states that your company name has to be perfectly like representative of the product that you make. Yeah. And so technically, McDonald's did use 100% beef, but they didn't really. Yeah. You yeah, know, these kind of things. Yeah. Company you know, when, you, when you're buying food and you see it's the, the packaging's green a little bit at the bottom and there's a leaf on it, and you assume that's probably vegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was, I was in work a while ago. And this, uh, this 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 girl who worked with it, she's a vegan, and she was eating this snack, and she goes, oh, wait, there's dairy in this. And I thought it was vegan, so did I. And then you look at the packaging, and the packaging was very misleading, but they've done nothing wrong because we read that and assumed it's vegan because everything else that's vegan looks like this packaging. Mm. But there's nothing to say that a vegan packaging has to look one way, and meat packaging has to be red, and stuff with dairy has to have, like milky white stripe across it. You know, there's, there's yeah, nothing yeah. saying that. And it's these little mind tricks that, you know, that are just clever. constantly, it's very clever. And they probably even do it on purpose. It's probably like, I think it works against them as well. Um, I was was babysitting the other night and the kids were like on YouTube and just adverts. Miley was like, oh, adverts, skip it. As soon as it got to that five second countdown, boom, skip it. And it's like, kids aren't watch adverts. They're programmed to just hit that skip button. Mm. Kids will only watch the first five seconds of the advert. So which means marketing companies now have got to get smarter because they need to get you in five seconds to make you want to watch the rest of it. I mean, for me, that came with Vine. Them short videos, like, after Vine, I was like, now you got like 10 seconds to, to entice me or else. Six. I'm skipping. Sometimes yeah. three seconds. It's like a website. If you're designing a website, you look on that. If someone's got to think from one like five seconds on what to do next, they're probably going to go. You have to they got options to buy shoes, for instance, and they go on shoe.com. Yeah. And they go, wait, um, what? Oh, JD. Straight to JD. Yeah. JD, oh, nice website. Sweet, I'll use that. You know, people will not give you the time. Our attention span is at an all-time low. People just, like, it's your attention, isn't it? Like, mm. where was I reading this? All the big companies in the world now, all the digital companies, they're all trying to get your attention and that's what we're doing with this podcast is we're not asking people to buy anything we're not asking people to 
go out the way and do just something. Just... We just want your attention for a little bit. Give the first one minute a listen. And if maybe if you enjoy the first minute, you'll enjoy the next two minutes and you'll stick with it. I mean, that's it. I mean, I, I listen to podcasts now and if the, if, if the, vo- if the uh, tone of voice is not that appetizing or yeah. the content or, the, you know, however I'm feeling for, I mean, it might just be how I'm feeling that day. You know, if I listen to them on a Sunday night as opposed to a Monday morning, yeah, I might, I might stay tuned in, but sometimes you're skipping and you, you know, yeah, like you say, it's just that first that introduction. You just get, you got to get you at that point. If you start filling your ads, Hi guys, today's podcast is sponsored by Apples. Make sure you get a healthy dose of apples. And if you want to buy apples, make sure you go to Tesco because Tesco sells great apples. They got all kinds of apples. Apples are and you're like, oh what? Yeah. No, fuck off. Like you listen to Joe Rogan. Hey, how's it going, guys? Boom, straight away talking to his guest. And you're like, oh sick, this is what and guest. And they're already sort of like half, sometimes already halfway through a conversation. Mm. Like I I want when we were sort of planning a podcast, and I was like, coming up with some do's and don'ts, and I was like, don't do the whole fake voice thing like and sometimes sometimes i'm guilty of it where like would you go hi guys welcome to the podcast today we're doing this it's like i don't really talk like that like usually about five minutes into the podcast i start talking normal again which this is me and i kick because sometimes i listen back and go fuck i did the voice again <laughs> go hi guys welcome to the podcast my name's sean and i know across areas and it's a fake voice and it's like i don't need to do that like in 2020, people just real like people don't want that whole. Remember back in the day with the news, like, well, tune into the news at 10, and today we've got the, on the radio. Welcome to the radio, guys. We've got a great song coming up for you, and it's going to be fantastic. Tune in. And the news is like, welcome to the news at 10 with me. Da, 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 da. And in America, it's more like, well, then, welcome to Fox News. My name's Tom Shield, and I'm, <laughs> you know, like some really, like, I've got a strong jaw, and my hair is perfect. Uh, <laughs> like, people don't want it anymore. People just want normal, normal, mm. like Northern accents were never a thing on the BBC. Welcome to the news. My name's Sean, and today, you know, Boris Johnson's made a mistake. We're going to go to 10 Downey Street now and find out what's new. Like, you won't get that. Find out what the fuck is going what's on. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. Fuck it. Let's listen to Oasis. And then maybe you won't get an, one thing that I didn't want to do with this podcast was um, I didn't want to do the whole. Um, Hi, guys. Make sure you like and subscribe. And if you're enjoying the show, make sure that you do this and hit a comment and leave a comment in the bottom of the section. And hit the star and remind yourself this week and next week. And make sure you head to this and do that. And like, you know, these like cheesy. You can listen to like that YouTube way of talking. Yeah. That fake that no one speaks like. It's that complete front. No. I think you, we're both very late. Go on, what? Do you do you subscribe and stuff to many podcasts and follow and all that kind of stuff? I, I follow. I follow shit. I'll tell you what. I've got YouTube's not open. Um, yeah, I mean, YouTube channels. I follow like uh, Watch Mojo, which do top tens. Mm. Top 10 movie twists. Um, top 10 creepy documentaries. Um, 10 conspiracy theories that are absolutely storming the internet right now. You know, it's like little top tens that yeah. I sort of listen to in the background while I'm doing something. Uh, obviously, Joe Rogan, which is going off YouTube soon. Um, yeah, a, a lot of Warhammer channels. Like, it's just sort of tailored. Obviously, it's tailored to what yeah. exactly you like. Um, but not there's not much. Like, I don't really subscribe to too much, to be fair. It's all, yeah, a lot of Warhammer, a lot of podcasty type stuff. And, uh, yeah. I mean, we should be tapping into video stuff more and more, really, because video is where it's at. Like, podcast is nice, but having the video stuff, it's just tough, isn't it? Because there's, yeah. two, there's two of us 
your shit technology. <laughs> so it's me that does it, um, which I'm not mad about. Obviously, that was always the deal. Um, that was always sort of the thing from get go in it. You just originally you just sort of just coming in to help me out. I'm still looks at the uh, I'm never, still looks at a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you came in to help me out, and you just never went anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> just all stayed there in the car. And I was like, oh, Anthony, you're still there. You go, yeah. And I go, oh, cool. You want to jump on this next one? Can I join? Yeah. Well, you're, you're already sat, you already got your headphones on me. <laughs> Phoning you up every single uh, Wednesday at the same time. Oh, do you know tonight? <laughs> go, oh, I'm just half asleep, actually. I don't really. And then you pull up outside. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can see that. Um, yeah. Um, sort of waffling again now. Uh, what have we got? But I think that's pretty much it. I mean, quick, simulation. Th- sorry, go on. Quick question. The guy who killed the little girl, what happened to him? Did he get sectioned under the axe? Did he get... Jail time. Jail time. Of it. Jail time and lots of it. Yeah. Um, there was one I was thinking about adding in there. Simulation theory. What do you know about simulation theory? I mean, I think it's like a hat trick of cartoon references, but uh, is it like the Rick and Morty thing where their world is in a simulation? Which I mean, is Yeah, simulation? exactly. Exactly. That. So there's a conspiracy theory and Elon, Musk's, Elon Musk thinks there's like a 1% chance that we're all living in a simulation. Um, which obviously you just say, for instance, you know, you see the Matrix where humans are nothing more than gener- power generators, you're like batteries. Yeah. The human body generates energy, right? And the machines are harvesting this. And to keep you going, they sort of put a cable in the back of your head and they feed you a reality. So you're asleep and you live in this reality and you go, oh, yeah, this is my life. This is, I feel things. and But you don't actually, your body is actually just you basically like a, a very realistic dream and you're living inside of that and even if we were in a simulation right now we wouldn't know it which means that you're looking at me if you're if this is your simulation i don't exist mm. and there's a good chance that you don't exist everyone just exists in which case if i'm existing as fucking simulation why aren't i a fucking billionaire <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but i was kind of like it's probably not because maybe the simulation theory you know if you were to live inside a simulation they would probably program the concept of a simulation out of you. So you would never even think about it. Because mm. now you can think like, oh, I wonder if I can hack my way out. I never will be able to. But maybe somebody has. Maybe someone's hacked their way out of theirs. You're running around now and we're all going, what's your shit? Hard time simulation. Now we're here. I'm with Jack Jones. Like, is, um, I <laughs> say so just on your own having a shit life. <laughs> Fucking hell's chilled in there. Um, like, uh, whenever you have deja vu, is that a glitch in the Matrix? Mm. Like, which obviously the Matrix, the Matrix, they've done all this. I'm talking about it. I'm talking about like it's something new. Watch the Matrix, that. <laughs> <laughs> that That's simulation theory. But yeah. So I think this is the point where I put my uh, fake podcast accent on and we do the, the outro to the show. If you've enjoyed listening to the Junglin podcast, make sure you hit those subscribe buttons, follows, and likes. That's good. I could do it like this. Well, thanks for listening to the end of the podcast, guys. We absolutely love and adore you for it. And if you made it to the end, then maybe you're willing to go a little bit further and hit that like and subscribe button. Or maybe you can chat to a friend and ask them to listen to the podcast. Make sure you go to the Instagram page, that is at Junkland Podcast, or you head to the Facebook page, which is at Junkland HQ. We've had a good time. We hope you've had a good time. And until the next one, peace. peace.